0: Very honest with you, and they would also say you should train and arm yourself. The other thing is that the people who insist that we defund the police are usually the first to call them. The dispatcher, the 911 operator, was saying, Can you ask him to go away? Can you just ask him to go away? 8,200 times today, somebody's going to stop a crime. Most of the time, it's going to be a black woman. Other times, it's just going to be a female. Well, sometimes it's a male. But you know what? That woman, that female in that 911 call, that's somebody's daughter, granddaughter, sister, girlfriend. And this was the last moments... Well, this was the last moments before this last assault. He had already assaulted her and put her in the hospital. The sheer bleakness of her you could hear her you could hear her voice begin to crack as she began to panic. And this is, you know, I'm very much a proponent of self-reliance. Sometimes you'll hear a 911 call where they will be like, somebody's trying to break in my house and I've gotten my my weapon out. So stay on the phone with me because I may have to shoot them when they come through the door. And then when they come through the door, they shoot them. And everything changes for them for a very long time after that happens. But you know what? One thing that doesn't change, they're still alive. They're not raped. They're not attacked. They're not beaten. They're not murdered. Normally, I would not lead with that, but uh, I, I I listened to that 911 call. I, this, is, this is 10 years old. I listened to that, and I was like, oh my God, we got to make this point. We got to make this point. Once you start taking those steps, it's not at the forefront. It becomes just part of your daily routine. I beseech you, though. Truly, I do. Do not let yourself be that person. Because even if you call and they're coming, you're going to wait 11 minutes. And 11 minutes is an awful long time. That's an awful long time to be at the mercy of somebody. Now, we're when we get back, we're going to talk about this uh, main Secretary of State. Uh, she's decided to do something unilaterally. She's going to, this is going to be, this is going to unwind her. It's going to unwind. Here. this is News Talk ninety eight 9. O R D. The G S Plumbing Talk Line is one eight hundred nine zero five zero nine eight nine. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307 as we get ready to bid 2023 adieu. And I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. Now then, the Maine Secretary of State has decided to make her claim for fame. She's gotten out there and... uh, She has decided that the accusations put forth by certain members of her party of uh, Donald Trump violating the 14th Amendment uh, is enough for her to remove him from the ballot. And understand that that is a that's a thing. That's not the Colorado Supreme Court like when they did what they did. This is one person making a decision. And, you know, first of all, the first thing that happens is Senator Tom Tillis, who's on his way out the door. I mean, when you get this guy mad at you, and this is, he's as rhino as they come, he he jumped up. He said, this is an egregious abuse of power, and why I'll be introducing the Constitutional Election Integrity Act as soon as Congress returns to session to stop these partisan officials and ensure, you know, blah, blah, blah. Listen, here's the thing. You're not going to do anything, Tom. You're not going to pass anything. You can't get it through the Senate because you and the rest of the Senate Republican boys, you didn't decide to get together and try to get... Republicans elected, so you guys are still in the minority. And even if you did get it passed, you still got to get past Biden. So all the talk about what you're going to introduce, item number one, that means nothing to me. It falls on deaf ears. Item number two, what we should be doing right now is just, uh, you know, kicking Biden off every ballot out there. But we get this from ABC News. My main Secretary of State, Shanna Bellows, has decided Former President Trump is ineligible to appear on the state's 2024 Republican ballot. Now, he's been reinstated on the Colorado ballot. And one thing that Shanna did also, she did the same thing that they've done in Colorado. They have stayed the decision. Now, why? Now, And remember that uh, this Secretary of State in Maine, she was stumping for voting rights, you know? She demanded that others be allowed to vote for who they want, whenever they want, as often as they want. Back in, uh, let's see. She she can't wait to vote for, for Joe Biden again. And so that makes her the real threat to democracy. Of course, she's got plenty of photos with her and let's go Brandon and uh, Barry Sotero. She's got all kinds of photos there. So I guess voting is a fundamental right, unless we're talking about the right to vote for a presidential candidate that she hates. And then you just spit on the democratic process and strip that person of the ballot based on nothing more than your feels. Here's the people that know best, and you don't suggest, just suggest otherwise, or you're a fascist. Fascist! <laughs> uh, she did stay her own decision, though, meaning it doesn't go into effect giving the final say to the U.S. Supreme Court, who will have the final say. They will have the final say. But, I mean, you know, all this stuff that they're doing, this this opens the door some things that they don't they think they want they think they want a civil war they do They, they believe that they want it and they believe that's because they'll just send the american military out and they'll it'll be just like it was back in the 1860s but it won't be it will not be and uh but what this tells me is that none of these little stunts are actually meant to succeed technically All the U.S. Supreme Court has to do is come in and, and keep the stay in place. And they will ultimately rule against the states using the 14th Amendment without any due process to bar Trump from the ballot. So Bellows doesn't even believe she's going to win this. She just wants to see her name in lights. And then the U.S. Supreme Court gets to play the bad guy for half the country. This is actually a tactic. <laughs> This is a tactic that they, they use over and over again. Enacting illegal measures with an eye on passing the buck to the judiciary so they can cry foul when they lose. Used to be the other way around. They would just get out there and they would just do the lawfare and let them rule, you know, legislate from the bench. And now that the bench is not legislating the way they want it to be done or they're just, you know, actually reading the Constitution before they make a decision. Well, now they we got to pass the buck. This is why the court has to be packed, you see. So, the nation's high court will eventually make a true common sense ruling to reinstate Trump on these ballots, and then the far left will call them tyrants who want to destroy democracy. All of this to juice the Democrat turnout, which I can only imagine how exuberant they're going to be when they get to belly up to the to the old uh, to the old uh, voting machines and flip that switch for Joe Biden once again. Four more years of mediocrity on the world stage, economic bedlam. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I, you know, it'd be interesting just, I'm, I'm interesting just to watch in the next year as they keep on trying to mandate electric cars, right? They just found one of the biggest lithium deposits underneath the Salton Sea in California. So, now, Berkshire Hathaway, already you know Warren Buffett, he's already got a plan out there trying to uh, to do certain extractions out by the, but the problem with the salt and sea is that it is a salt water uh, body of water and it's hot. So between it's it's a natural hot spring. So in between the hot salt water, it's very, very corrosive. And right now there is no technology exists today that, that we know of that would actually get this out of the ground in a usable manner unless they drain the salt and sea, which we can't have because then why would the bird, what, what body of water would be mummifying the birds that fly up beside it? So it'd be interesting to watch. It's going to be interesting to watch for the next year. The, uh, the uh, DOE and the EPA and the Biden administration just try to work on this thing with the Salton Sea. Although they won't do it. They'll just go after China. They'll just get it from China. China only controls 10% of the world's lithium deposits, but they control enough of it to where everybody wants to go to them to get their stuff. The green energy thing, if you will. So they're trying to juice the Democrat turnout on this. This is That's just one of those things I'm, I was just telling you uh you know where democrats destroy everything they touch so and one of those things is voter exuberance <laughs> i hope every i hope every single one of you that voted for biden right see in 2020 i thought it was a slam dunk and i think if it if it had not been stolen if it actually had just been allowed to go i think trump probably beat the living mud out of joe biden but you know, all of you guys that wanted Joe Biden, I, I've noticed a distinct absence of you since that election, since you got what you wanted. You've got it. You got it all now. You you got the executive branch. What? Are, are you, aren't you so proud of what they're doing, how they're representing you? Aren't you proud of that? Now, of course, it's all got to end in November. I mean, next November has got to be done. Although I'm sure he'll, I I can't, can you imagine what's going to happen on the pardon blotter for Joe Biden on his way out in January? Can you imagine all the people that are going to get pardoned? Hunter Biden's going to get pardoned. The Clintons will get pardoned. All these guys, he's probably going to pardon himself. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So Jim and Easley, he used to live in California. Salton Sea is 100% dead. I don't know if they'll drain it though. Let's go back to Colorado because they recently reinstated that. I want to let's go look at that. That's that's interesting to look at. See, you can see into their heads. This is news talk. 98.9 R D. All right, this is the way this worked out. When the Colorado GOP filed a petition to the U.S. Supreme Court, the Colorado Secretary of State caved in on that one. G.S. Plumbing talk line is one 800 The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I am streaming live on the WORD Facebook page. And we get this. Uh, Donald Trump is back on the presidential ballot in Colorado after an appeal to put a stay on the ruling that removed him under an insurrection clause of the U.S. Constitution. They filed this on Wednesday, asking the U.S. Supreme Court to look at the lower court's ruling that disqualified Trump. At that time, Colorado Secretary of State Jenna Griswold announced that Trump will, for the time being, remain on the ballot, which goes to print on January the 5th, unless the Supreme Court affirms the lower court's ruling or otherwise declines to take on the the appeal. Now, Not long after the original ruling was announced, Griswold was running victory laps. She's been on nearly every major network opining about how fabulous this is because she proves President or it proves President Trump was guilty of insurrection. But then the Michigan Supreme Court said, nope, not having it. California said, nope, not having it. And then uh, the Colorado GOP filed their petition, which says, in part, Congress alone can enforce Section 3. Indeed, the whole point of the 14th Amendment was to rein in rebellious states. To read Section 3 as giving states veto power over presidential candidates would be to turn that amendment upside down. As a natural and inevitable result, the state has interfered with the party's ability to place on the general election ballot the candidate of its choice and has done so based on the subjective claim of an insurrection the state lacks any constitutional authority to make. And then shortly after that, Jenna Griswold changed her mind. Now it sort. First of all, she's not very happy about this. It sort of seems. Um, well, first of all, she had commented Donald Trump engaged engaged in insurrection, and was disqualified under the Constitution from the Colorado ballot. The Colorado Supreme Court got it right. This decision is now being appealed. I urge the U.S. Supreme Court to act quickly given the upcoming presidential primary election. However, I really believe she did not think anything would be filed or hoped it wouldn't be. Or that it would be filed to not meet the January 4th deadline. Guess what? Boom. Happens. Now, uh, I got a text. I got a text uh, about uh, I'm convinced that Joe Biden will not be on the ticket. Come November, it will be somebody younger. Um. That's easier said than done. They can go in there and they can try to, you know, when when Lyndon Bain Johnson got out there and decided he'd been beaten up enough, <laughs> because he took over the presidency when uh, when Kennedy was assassinated, so he he could have two full terms. So in nineteen sixty-eight, he stepped away because he was getting he was taking a lot of punishment. Um. It's not as easy as getting out there and saying, "Okay, well, Michelle Obama can run for president on the Democrat side." That just doesn't happen. I mean, you got to be on the ballot, you got to be in the primary. There's something there's a lot of things got to happen. Then, if you actually go that far, and they say, "Okay, well, we're going to appoint you to be our our candidate," then you got to get all the ground game in place. You got to start. You got to get communications people. You got to hire staff. They just don't. There's not a lot of time to do that now. These operations have been in in full swing for quite some time the other thing about it is is like in the case of michelle obama i'm i'm convinced she's waiting on uh what's uh the president of harvard to be run off because she wants you know trump protected, not trump obama protected the president of harvard and kept her from being fired after the uh congressional oversight hearing so maybe obama's trying to place michelle in place to where he can get her and get you know Being president of of Harvard means you get to infect a lot of young skulls full of mush. Now, all of this lawfare that Colorado's been doing, but here's the thing. Jenna Griswold can think he's guilty. She can personally believe he's guilty, and feelings and thoughts mean nothing. They're not the law. This, this kind of stuff is taking the whole election process and turning it on its ear. And I find the Democrats to be, yeah, Democrats, I find them to be, uh, that was actually a consonant mispronunciation, but I sort of like that, the Democrats. Um, they seem to be more susceptible to falsehoods than uh, most of my Republican brethren do. So they'll hear all of this stuff about how this was decided, and this was decided, and th- this is why we got to pack the Supreme Court, this is why we've got to do this, and it's all about perpetual leadership perpetually being in charge. The other thing this opens them to, and of course they'll never accept this once it's done to them... Um, if the Republicans start kicking Biden off of, uh, and they could do that for him not securing the border. They could do that for him not securing the border. That could be the reason they could throw out there. He's not securing the border. Kick him off the ballot. There's a, there's a few uh, realities that go along with being off of some of these ballots that we'll talk about later, but uh, the courts do not need to twist the law to support their thoughts and feelings. The law simply is. We need to get back to the very basics of what actually happens in these. You know, your voice is expressed at the ballot box. We have the freedom to decide who we want to vote for. And whether you like Trump or not, uh, the what the Colorado Supreme Court is trying to do should, should bother you. The other thing that one of the things they I'll tell you, cynically, one of the things they tried to do when that happened, uh, when that happened, they knew that Trump was going to fundraise off of this. And they knew this. Trump does this one thing where he gets out there and all these things that come his way. He just turns into media events. And then his base gets deeper and embedded with him. More people start coming to him. Uh, a lot of people that were voting for Democrats now they they're living with the reality of the Democrat regime, and uh, they're out there saying this is not good for me. This is not good for me at all. This was a lie they told me. This was a lie. Now, what is Griswold up to? She's she's you know she's trying to she's trying to become a star too. All these people that do these things and say these things and get on these talking head shows—that's all it's about. That's all it's about. And sometimes, and you can ask Nikki Haley how that's working out. Sometimes you can be on too many of those shows. And if you're not really on top of your game, if you're not being honest, if you're trying to play politics, sooner or later you trip yourself up and you fall flat on your face. Ask Nikki Haley about that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So in the interim, Colorado, I see you for what you are. Let's talk about Canada for a minute because Canada it's just a thing now where they just their their first option in healthcare is to kill you. This is News Talk 98.9 WORD. I don't know a whole lot about Canada. My my things Canadian sort of peaked when I was a bouncer at Tramps and I tried a Moosehead beer one time that night that somebody left on the table, huh. and of course, I wasn't impressed. Right now, Canada is beginning to look a lot like the movie Logan's Run. Yeah. And it's because of this orgy of progressive politics they've been pushing, and right now they, they, they're getting some pushback now. But, I mean, one of the things they have implemented is the Medical Assistance in Dying, or the MAID program. There's this story of a 67-year-old Canadian resident, Samia Cycle. She developed an aggressive form of gastric cancer, diagnosed in December of last year. It took 10 weeks for this grandmother to be referred to an oncologist. She was told without treatment she would live between three to six months, with chemo, she might last a year. After trying chemo, Cycle opted for the MAID program. And this uh, Cycle's daughter says this uh, situation highlights the problems with access to health care in Canada. It should not have taken that long because that, that, that was the difference, especially on an aggressive cancer. Between my mom being strong enough to handle and withstand treatment to give her a fair shot for more months to live versus not. Then there's British Columbia resident Dan Quayle diagnosed with stage four esophageal cancer. He needed therapy. Uh, His wife begged the hospital not to send her husband home and he was transferred to Victoria General to the Royal Jubilee Cancer Center from Victoria General to the Royal Jubilee Cancer Center in September. He waited for 10 weeks for chemo treatments that never came. And in the end, he was in so much pain. He chose to be killed medically assisted suicide Rebel News reports that there are ridiculously long wait times for chemotherapy in Canada. But while the country is trying to address the problem, nothing can be done to help Mr. Quayle. Alison DeClusio was a bit more fortunate. She was able to seek treatment in the United States for abdominal cancer. She told the Global News that upon discovery of her cancer, she was offered the option of uh, the MAID program. <laughs> and she was asked what would she say to the Ministry of Health that had given her chance in her reply. There's a lot of promises I'm hearing, but, you know, we need boots on the ground action right now. What can you do to shorten these wait times? How can you prioritize cases that people with aggressive stage four cancer get seen by someone? And when they do get seen, they get offered treatment and not made like I was the first time. One of the most frightening aspects of this is that it might not be a deep, dark population control effort by the uber rich or the WEF types, it may be a matter of expediency because it's less expensive. It's less expensive. It's less expensive to euthanize someone than it is to treat them. Then there was a woman that was uh, being treated for suicidal ideation. And her clinician brought up this idea because the Canadian health system is broken and the wait times to see a psychiatrist were very long. So the recommendation is in keeping with the expansion of the MAID program in 2024 to include people with depression and those suffering from anorexia. They noted that people are beginning to think that the MAID program is being used to compensate for an inefficient medical system. Can you imagine having <laughs> having a child with anorexia, which would probably be a female, unfortunately, having a, a daughter with, with anorexia. And he sent her to the doctor to get some help, some psychiatric help. And instead of them actually trying to treat her anorexia, uh, they say, listen, you're going to die anyway. You just want to die now? You, you, you just want to go now? Let's we, we can make it faster for you. There are medical di- conditions in which a peaceful death is preferable to what can be a futile and painful struggle to stay alive. I can only imagine some of the stuff the, the the hospital chaplains get to see. But there's a difference between someone choosing to die versus the state choosing for them to die. And if depression and anorexia about to be listed to the uh, list added to the list of the MAID criteria. The. Uh, People of Canada should be asking themselves just who the government thinks is fit to live. The reason I look so much at Canada is because Trudeau is trying to influence our election. <laughs> he's trying to influence our election to a degree, and uh, because we, we, the, the North America cannot afford to have four more years of Donald Trump. That, that's his position on it, and Trump never liked Trudeau. Trump didn't like the Canadians. He was gonna, he was gonna take, you know, he's gonna take their milk money from them. When I sit back and I think about the possibility of Trump being president again, I got to tell you, I get a little thrill just thinking about it because this is a guy that won't be running for re-election again. Do you understand how dangerous he is to the deep state, to the establishment, to the leftists? This is also a guy that gets to come in now with a precedent set to where you can go after your political opponents if you so choose to. He could get, I mean, he can change everything around on a a dime just about with the DOJ by replacing uh, five, six people. And then he can turn that around and look at Joe Biden's classified information and Joe Biden's head is on the block. And that has all been set in motion by the Democrats. So, you know, there's that. (laughs) There's that. When we get back... Just exactly what does it mean when any candidate is taken off of a ballot in the general election? This is News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.